weekend. Leroy Butler gets into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio. He is there, Dario Melendez, Channel 12 sports anchor. I don't know if anybody else from Wisconsin is there as far as the media. We got to know the latest because Leroy Butler is going to be talking tomorrow. Dario, good afternoon. Thanks, Homer. Yeah, I think I'm the only uh, Milwaukee media. Obviously, tons of Green Bay out here, but uh, it's cool, man. Today they had their, their Hall of Fame photo op. It's cool seeing some of the uh, former, or I say current Hall of Famers, former inductees lined up with the 2022 class. It's just crazy how time just <laughs> time is undefeated. You grow up watching some of these guys, and then you see them now, and they're just they're just old. They're old goats, Homer. Old goats, yes. We have old goats, current goats, future goats. I've got now got different uh, categories um, where someone is good, young, and you think, uh, well, do you think that's a future goat? Have you ever been there before? Uh, I'm asking you this because uh, I'm just wondering if uh, you'd have a thought on whether it makes you think everybody should go there or how great it is, and you don't necessarily maybe you should go when they're they're doing the, the inductions or just your thoughts on everything. Have you been there? Had you been there before? Yeah, so I have. Jen was covering, or she was doing college game day from Ohio State one time. I think it was after Thanksgiving. So we just tagged along with her and we stopped by Canton. I'm uh, under of the impression that you should go to every Hall of Fame. I mean, you should go to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You should go to Cooperstown, Springfield, Canton, Toronto. Heck, there's a RV Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana. I know. Darn I, know. Hey, I, I, I draw the line at the WWE Wrestling Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, I'm going to go to that. Not no, going there. I'm, I'm from South <laughs> Bend. Elkhart's about 15 miles away, and I'm not going I, to the RV Hall of Fame. I, I think you should go to every Hall of Fame, because I think it's yeah. always cool. There's always something to learn. Um, so, yes, I have been here on a non-enshrinement weekend. It, it's just it's different. If you want to kind of just get a feel for what the Hall of Fame is, you want to go when there's nothing else happening, kind of just take a tour of the museum. But if you want some little extra excitement, I covered Mike Piazza, Ken Griffey at Cooperstown. I want to say that was 18, and that was a really cool event, just seeing a small town like Cooperstown fill up. And right now in Canton, covering this one, seeing a small industrial town like Canton just fill up with so many Packer fans and Jaguar fans and Raiders and Patriots. It's definitely cool. It just kind of depends on what you want to do. If you want to just be in the museum and see that and come when there's nothing else happening. But if you want to get a little bit more vibrant and a little bit more exciting, then definitely come during an enshrinement weekend. Can you tell? Is there one player? Are there biggest amount of fans from what Butler, team? Butler, 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 Packers all day long. Really? It's, it, should, it shouldn't surprise anybody. Like I always, I always think that there are going to be more – Fans from other fan bases, like Dick Vermeil's in. The Philadelphia Eagles have a great fan base. I didn't see any Eagles fans. Um, you have Richard Seymour here, who played with the Raiders and the Patriots. Not a lot of Raider fans, not a lot of Patriots fans. Oh, well, maybe some more Raider fans just because they played last night in the Hall of Fame game. Um, obviously, Jaguar fans, me being from Florida, they're irrelevant. They never show up for anything. But tons of Packer fans. And Butler was the only one that spoke to anybody. Like, there's, a lot, there's very limited media access for these events. So we didn't know what we were going to get, but we were able to talk to Ron Wolf. He's obviously excited. We talked to James Lofton. We talked to Dave Robinson, all very excited. But Leroy Butler came over and, and talked to all the, the media that was there, and no other Hall of Famer did that. Maybe that's just because there's really not any other media outlets from any other cities either. So it, it really is Packer heavy. Anybody say anything that caught your attention that you want to tell to us? Well, I love – it's obviously a rivalry, right? We know the Packers Bears big rivalry. Well, right now there are 28 Packers in the Hall of Fame. That is second most to the Bears, who have 30 Bears in the Hall of Fame. So the big question was, did James Lofton, Leroy Butler, and uh, Dave Robinson 
are the Packers going to ever overtake the Bears at the top spot in the Hall of Fame? And I think the resounding uh, thought was yes. Because when we think of the last 20 years, how many Bears do you think are in the Hall of Fame? I can't think of one. None. But you still have a yeah, you still have a couple from the nineties in Sharper and Holmgren that you think are gonna get in. You know Aaron Rodgers is gonna get in, Devontae will get in. Um so right there you you already have more people going in than the uh than the Bears. So I always think that's funny, even when it's a Hall of Fame week and there's nothing on the line, there's still that rivalry aspect of the Bears Packers. You mean Mitch Trubisky's not getting in? I had him in. I mean, that that game against JMU in college, holy oh, cow. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. What, what a stupid draft pick. That was, that was the dumbest draft pick of all time. Yeah, I think Pebble Dude likes has Mitch. one good game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, the degree to which they him. went after him is the part that's even. Yeah, now, did exactly. you say? Did you say Ron Wolf? Because uh, Wolf, Wolf didn't even draft uh, Leroy Butler. But I'm wondering what he. Uh, it's always interesting yeah. to hear Ron Wolf talk about his players and and uh, how good they were and that kind of stuff. You're- you're right, because Ron Wolf didn't draft him. He came the year after Lower Butler got drafted at FSU, but Ron Wolf did turn him into a safety, and that's what yep. got him into Ken. Because remember, he was a cornerback when he came out of FSU playing for Bobby Bowden. He comes to the Packers. He's okay at corner, but Wolf's like, you know what, your size, your speed, your intelligence, I bet you if we put you at strong safety, good things could happen. And he just reinvented the way the strong safety position is played. So, yeah, Ron Wolf, you're right, Homer, didn't draft him, but he created the modern-day strong safety, which really started with Roy Butler. So you heard he talked today. He's talking tomorrow to give his speech. From listening to him, what what seems most important to him? What what does he want to make clear? Did he mention, or is it accurate, that there was a time when he thought he might never get in? No, he never thought. I mean, he's had his speech written since 2005. He wrote his speech in 2005 with his mom. And his mother obviously passed away, so that's obviously been a big talking point with him when I've sat down with him over the last couple weeks. So he obviously wishes his mother was here, but he wrote this thing back in 2005. He knew he was going to go get in. It was just a matter of when, not if. His biggest sticking point is just keeping it fast. And that's what everybody kind of talks like. He, He wants to get in, get out, thank everybody that he can, thank his high school coach in Jacksonville, thank Bowden, thank Holmgren, thank Ron Wolfer turn him into safety, but he really just wants to get in, get out, say his thank yous, and move on. Well, I don't know. How much time do they get to talk? Not that anybody actually adheres uh, to it. They pretty much... Yeah, exactly. The, the good news is he's the first one up, and you have Gilbert Brown going. Gilbert Brown, is he, he picked him because he's going to be funny, and he probably encompasses the, the team feeling around LeBron the most, and his wife's going to give the uh, second part of the speech as well. So you'll have Grave Digger, you'll have his wife, and then you have Leroy go. I think the enshrinement starts at 11 a.m. local in Milwaukee, and he's the first one up. So it's great for Packer fans. It's great for me, too, because it makes my job a little easier. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, his biggest focus is thanking everybody and kind of getting in and out as quick as possible. Talking with Dario Melendez, yes, he is in Canton, Ohio, as Leroy Butler gets into the Hall of Fame and does his speech tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be cool. This is going to be really cool. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm actually, like I said, I, I'm, we're heading to the Gold Jacket dinner right now, and it, I never realized kind of the processes as, as, this go, as this goes, I should say. So Hall of Famers get three things. You get your jacket, you get your bust, and you get your ring. So Friday night, you get your Gold Jacket. Saturday morning, you get your bust, and then you get to pick your home game um, for your ring. So I'm going to have to talk to him about when he's going to get his ring. But this is uh, – Tonight's when it starts getting a little real. I asked him if it sunk in. He says yes. His kids remind him 24-7. Uh, 
But I think when you put that gold jacket on for the first time, that's when it's really going to start to hit them. Darn, you're going to be mingling amongst some greats over there. Anybody uh, excited uh, to to go talk to? Maybe get a picture. Do, with? I, do, how, do all? How many? What percentage? How many of the former Hall of Famers? Is everybody there? Well, so Jim Brown there is Barry Sanders. No, there is no. I didn't see Barry Sanders. So I saw Chris Jerry Carter, Rice. So Tony. Yeah, Jerry Rice is here. So to answer your question first, Tony Larry Zonka. Uh, I'm a huge. I grew up a huge Dolphins Zonka, fan. So nice. like 1972 Dolphins, Perfectionville with. Kick and Zonka and Mercury Morris, like those are my guys. So yeah. I'd love to talk to Zonka. Um, I wish Zach Thomas was here, but for some reason he still hasn't been elected to the Hall of Fame, which is a travesty. Uh, but Charles Woodson, I mean, we saw him. Charles Woodson, Dave Robinson, Eric Allen, uh, Chris Carter, you name it. Most of the living guys are here. Jerry Kramer. So I, I love. I always love talking to Charles Woodson. He's always the coolest dude in the room, and he gives you a good soundbite. Um, but one guy I wanted to talk to was Chris Carter because if there's anybody that knows how good Leroy Butler was, it's Chris Carter who had to face him for, what, a decade when he was in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, besides that, it really was a who's who of the living um, Hall of Famers that are, that are left. But, yeah, Larry Zonka is definitely a, a childhood dream of mine. Is John Elway there? I did not see Elway. I saw Young. I didn't see... Mon, uh, Montana. Because I wanted, uh, I've always wanted to ask somebody on Denver. I don't know if Shanahan's there, um, because they've stated that, or someone did that, when they beat the Packers, that as far as the offense, the first rule of every play in that Super Bowl was to know where Leroy Butler was. They didn't talk about huh. Reggie. They said we. Now it may have been that the Packers they knew what defense the Packers were probably going to do based on yeah. where Butler was, but I. I've never really had that verified by anybody other than hearing it once that made me say that's why he has to be in the Hall of Fame. If you're in the Super Bowl on a team with Reggie White and the other team says the number one rule of our offense was find out where Leroy Butler is. That's all you need to say to get that's in the great. Hall of Fame. That's great. I wish, man, Homer, where was this before I started interviewing people? That would have been a great you, story. You still uh, got time. You can ask somebody. <laughs> yeah. Who's no, there? I saw Terrell Who's, Davis. I saw TD. Yes. He was there. Yeah. He, he was be, right next. Yeah. And and so let's, was, let's face it, he's on the low end of the Hall of Fame, so he you could get a hold of him. Yeah, like, well, again, I think he's he's the reason that Sterling Sharp should be in the Hall of Fame. If TD can get in, who was yes. dominant for the four or five year stretch he had, then the whole longevity argument against Sharper shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, no, uh, 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 Sharp, Sharp, I should say. He's yeah, he's going to be in. They're 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 yeah, and they're sure. putting like three of the old guys in each of the next three years, and Sharp yeah. and Sharp deserves to be in it. It's you can't overstate if you say that that Devontae Adams Wait, was Shannon the best or wide, Sterling. Sterling Sterling's better than Shannon. It's not even close. Um, really? Oh, you, if you say if you say De- oh. he'll agree. If you asked him, horse, ask horse face Shannon? will agree. I mean, uh, whatever. What's this? Horse <laughs> face. Um, anyway, nice. don't call him that. Dario, no, whatever. if you say Devontae Adams was the best wide receiver in the NFL, yeah. Sterling Sharp was the best wide receiver in the NFL, and it might have been for more than one year. No, he was he was sensational, and that's a, that's also what everybody talks about. Like when you talk, when I was talking to Ron Wolf, you talked to Rory Butler. They always bring up Mike Holmgren, and they bring up Sterling Sharp mm-hmm. because those two guys, without a doubt, should be in the Hall of Fame for their contributions. Holmgren, I don't know how he hasn't gotten in yet. Well, Shanahan has to get in first. Shanahan yeah, went back true. to back Super Bowls. Yeah. So 
But, yeah, yeah, Holmgren will get in, I think. You're right. All right. Well, yeah, enjoy. And if you run into any insignificant Bronco where you can ask him if that story is true about Leroy Butler. I, I think I'm going to have to. That's a great little nugget, Homer. I'll, I'll let you know if I do. Only if it's true. <laughs> Only if it's true. If it's not true, it's not a great you're an nugget. Yes. Dario, he makes stuff up. Don't forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fact check, Homer. I forgot. There you go. No problem. Dario, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Dario Melendez, Channel 12 sports anchor, and uh, he is there in Canton, and he'll find out. What do you think? Are they going to confirm my story or not? I will say no. No, I'm sure someone will. But as I said, I'm not sure it means that Leroy was that good. It might have been just a tip for them to what the Packers were going to do defensively based on where Leroy was. That could also be the case. doesn't necessarily have to mean that's why he should have been in the Hall of Fame. Um yeah, it's, even though he didn't draft him, I always love to hear what Ron Wolf had to say because his judge of talent is the reason he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what's next. Do you believe me? Do you believe me, Hall of Famer? Do you think that whoever Dario talks to is going to verify my story, or am I going to have to admit that uh, I've been telling an incorrect story for twenty years? Nah, they might. They might verify it. People like to tell stories at these kind of things. So Whoa! He'll get verified. So you for act, for the accuracy of it, you'd prefer that it be done other than at his Hall of Fame induction. Correct. All right. Yeah, I knew there'd be an issue. In private, yeah, not right. on, on tape. There you go. Next.